Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Tough Love Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm Sean. George is with me. And we're back. Yo. Doing season, well, first half of season three, um, recap for Game of Thrones. Uh, we're less less than a month away now uh, from the season seven premiere on July 16th. So uh, we're recapping, recapping the pre- previous seasons, kind of get back in the game. And uh, get everybody caught back up and ourselves caught back up. So, um, but after last week, we decided we got to break them up down to two parts to the first half of the season, second half, because there's just so much shit to talk about. It's tough to... Yeah, we were going like, we're about to do like a nine-hour podcast. Yeah, it's it's tough to do all, um, all the stuff that goes down in every episode, all the little things, because... The the fun thing about rewatching it is, you know, you pick up some stuff that you didn't on you know the first time through, and you know some stuff stick out. Yeah, you so catch so much other stuff. Yeah, right. exactly. So once you start diving into that shit, it's it's uh makes these podcasts run a little longer. So we're gonna do episodes one through five, uh, touch on touch on the stuff, and this is a this is a big season. This is a big one. Um, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happens, uh, as we'll get to, but the, um, kind of, the, the big players really emerge in, in the seasons, and the guys who aren't players on the road, uh, don't emerge. (laughs) They continue to make mistakes, and we'll get, we'll get to them, because I love, I love Rob Stark, but... God damn it, does he just compound one mistake with another this whole season? So. <laughs> it's just it's just bad after bad after bad. Yep, so um we'll jump right in. Uh season two ended literally ended with the the White Walkers um walking past Sam on their way to the Fist of the First Men type of situation. And season three starts with um like post battle at the fist of the first men, a lot of, a lot of nice watchmen uh, getting killed, and Sam kind of get getting grilled by uh, Will Commander Mormont about not sending Ravens for help, which, um, to be fair, in in the books he totally gets the the Ravens off. He totally does. He sends them. They show they, they show they don't have him send it. And in, in, in the books, he pre-writes, like, three different letters. Like, one of them's like, we're winning. One of them's like, we're losing. And the other one's like, we're fucked. And he, he sends it off before. But in the in the show, he doesn't do it. So they're kind of just out there in no man's land. Uh, you know, basically fucked. So, um, and a lot more White Walkers coming because all their fallen, fallen brothers are going to be White Walkers. So that's how it starts. Uh, the episodes, uh, Velardo Harris, Velardo Harris, uh, you know, I don't speak, I don't speak the language, so I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> speak but, American. Yeah. Yeah, speak American, so. So, okay, um, besides that, the White Walkers, after the White Walkers, um, also, North of Wald, you know, Jon Snow is, kind of goes before Mance Raider, and, uh, Tries to, you know, kind of pledges his loyalty, which is a funny scene because... Yeah, try to, con- try to convince him that he's not 
um, a crow anymore. Yeah. To join and, them. And first he just starts bowing to the wrong person, which isn't a really great start. He recovers <laughs> pretty good, though. Um, but he's just like, I want to fight for the psych side that fights for the living. I was like, that's a pretty good line right there. I, I would, he would have had me hook, line, and sinker with that one. I've been like, yeah, he's in. <laughs> he's my number. He's my number m- number two now. Just immediately promoted him. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. It's it's great. We said it last um, podcast. How it was like how quick it becomes. Like he's just like, hey, you're good. You're part of us now. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's like, it's like all right, you're, he's in. You um, killed one guy. He's good. So yeah, so he's kind of. Still on, I mean, obviously not everyone trusts him, and obviously Matt Trader doesn't trust him yet, but he's kind of in right now. But he's got to prove himself, uh, as we see as we go on. Um, oh, this was a fun one. Uh, Tyrion, fun part, Tyrion tries to go to Tywin and be like, hey, it's my birthright to have Casually Rock, and Tywin shuts him the fuck down pretty hard. <laughs> it's brutal. He basically at one point says, like, like you're only my son because I can't prove that you're not. Yeah, he just gets, like, again, we said in season two, like, Tywin's kind of, like, a badass. And, like, he has some pretty cool interactions with um, Arya. But then it's, like, season three, he's just like, wow, this guy's a fucking dick and he's a terrible father. Yeah, he's ruthless. He's ruthless. He's like, I'm not letting you turn Castle Rock into your own private whorehouse. And he's just, like, not over my dead fucking body. Well, that's what I would have done. Yeah, I mean, you kidding me? So, yeah, so <laughs> at this point, uh, Tyrion's kind of feeling underappreciated uh, for his efforts. And uh, before that, Tywin's like, too fucking bad. He's like, you're a Lannister, not a singer. You don't need accolades. Like, step the fuck up. Like, Especially especially because he saved the city. Like, that if it wasn't for him, the, they would have fucking breached the gates of the city. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Tyrion's not. And he's just getting no recognition. Wrong. Yeah, he's just looking for a little, little bloody gratitude. Is a, I believe the the line that he says. But his dad's like, "Shut up, you little little piece of shit." So it's not not great. You not a great look. Punk. And at, at this point, I think it's pretty safe to say that like, that's clearly a, uh, not that they had a great relationship, but like a turning point. That's like okay, so they're just never gonna be cool. Like they're they're just never gonna like. Yeah, it's chill. just not gonna happen. Yeah. So um, that's yeah. So that's basically Tyrion. Um, um, Littlefinger is like help like offers to help Sansa get away. Um, so that's kind of one of his little plots. Um, also in King's Landing, Marjorie's walking through shit streets, going up Shit's Creek. Doing her charity charity work, uh, but she's smart because she's, you know, she's not dumb. She knows that she's, the people are getting ready to revolt, and she's like, if if they like me, they're not gonna tear my fucking head off. Like, exactly. So she's she's smart. She she knows she gets it, and obviously, um, Cersei's not not thrilled with any of it because she can just see how easily Joffrey's getting manipulated. But uh, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, funny how quickly Marjorie can just, like, bat her eyes and throw some cleavage out there, and Joffrey's just, like, he's, he's thinking with one head, not the other, that's for sure. Uh, 
Uh, what else we got going on here? Oh yeah, Davos gets found on that rock. He's just like dying, sunburnt as shit. Oh yeah, his skin's just nasty. Yeah. So he goes back to. Uh... <laughs> well, he he goes zero to sixty real quick. He's like, hey, Stannis, what's up, man? I'm alive. And then just immediately tries to stab Melisandre. <laughs> it's just fucking being in that sun for so goddamn long. Yeah, he's, he's got a little bit of... He's just a little bit of crazy in him. Drinking some of that seawater, probably. Not, but yeah, so he immediately tries to kill Melisandre. And she's playing the blame game. She's like, if I would have been there, that fire wouldn't have killed everybody. And I'm... Personally, I'm just going to call bullshit on that one. Um... I'm pretty sure that big-ass boat exploding would have still killed everybody with or without her being there. But what do, what do I know? And then, oh yeah, at the end, um, Danny gets to ask the poor to buy the Unsullied. Uh, she's kind of, you know, bartering a little bit with that with that guy who's an asshole. Oh, what a douche that guy is. Yeah. What a douche. I mean, she's the biggest it. doucher in this TV show. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get to it a little bit more, but she plays that she plays that guy like a fucking fiddle. Just pretends that she can't understand oh, all that the insults. Ha- yeah. it's, oh, it's great. Oh, good God. That's amazing, that part. Because I, I would have swung on him. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way I would have just been able to take that just in stride. But also, big um, big thing that happens here is... Um, the, those goddamn warlocks send that little creepy girl to try to kill her, and Sir Barrison Selmy, oh, yeah. my dude, shows up and just uh, you know, squashes that shit. He's like, "I'm here, I'm a fucking badass, Sir Barrison Selmy." Yeah. Um, and even Jorah's like, "Yeah, he's one of the greatest fighters of all time." Yeah. It's like, oh, all right. It's like, let's get this guy on our side. Yeah, Sir Sir Bell Sir Sir Barrison's a fucking dog, and I'm still not over him dying in the show because he's fucking alive in the books, and it pisses me off. They just killed him off in some goddamn little alley for no fucking reason. Just still gets my really grinds my gears. Just HBO just going for the going for gasps. But um, so episode one, not a lot going on, but like I don't know. What were your general just like kind of thoughts on characters? You know what they're up to. Anybody, anybody kind of stand out? Well, uh, it's it's cool that we get to see more of like what we actually see Mansfader this time, right? Did we see him at the end? We didn't see him at the end of season two, two right? It's, no, it's the first they were time. Just getting to like the camp. Oh yeah, they see like yeah, he sees it below and they walk down. Yeah, so this yeah. is like the first time we get to see Mansfader, the king beyond the wall, which is pretty cool because we've heard so much about him and the whole army. He's raising. Good to see the the giants and all the different clans. So I thought that was like that was that was the best part to me, um, of the of the episode one. And I guess also um, Daenerys getting like going and finally trying to buy her army um, to start it at least is pretty cool because it's like things are happening now. Because her it definitely takes her a while to get like to start getting some uh, momentum. So it's yeah. like the first real big step she takes. Yeah. Um, she, uh, her, her, she's kind of over there for a long time, but this is one of her first steps, and, you know, I, I'm, 
it's either this one or the, or the next time. Like she's kind of finding out how they're trained and it's fucked up and and uh, you know they cut the one guy's yeah, nipple off. I'm just like, oh, gross. Like the <laughs> goddamn is because nipple man. Yeah, it's like just cuts his nipple off and the guy's just like, this one's pleased to have served you. We're like, no man, they go down the same way. Like. <laughs> like you ain't cut off my nipple. I don't care if I'm a guy and neither or not. You ain't like why? But yeah, so unsullied are fucking yeah, bad. What's, what's the point of this? <laughs> yeah, so you kind of see just how you hear about how like brutally trained they are and stuff. Um, so if she can get her hand on those, her hands on those soldiers, she'll be in good shape. It's just she doesn't have any fucking money. So, but that's the next episode that, or the the next time that we'll get to. This. We'll get to that. Uh, episode two. Um, a lot of, a lot of stuff happens here. Dark wings, dark words. So, you, you already know bad news bears. Sounds mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's basically referring to, um, well, our boy, fucking Bolton, uh, Roose Bolton comes in and is like, this hey. this is the first time we really see Bruce. Uh, I mean, uh, not Bruce, Bolton, right? Yeah, one of the, yeah. He hasn't really been in too much, but he makes a lot more appearances. Because he's not, yeah, he's not like a huge character in the. I don't even think we see him to be honest in the second season. I think this is the first time we really get to yeah, see him. Like, oh, this is one of his like main generals. But yeah, so Bruce comes in. He's like, yeah, we got a couple letters. Um, like Winterfell has been burned down, and Bran Ricken are gone and Catelyn, your dad's dead. So it's like, okay, do you want to start with the bad news or the, the bad news? Not, like which one do you want first? <laughs> not, not a lot of uh, good stuff going from there. So they gotta they gotta make their way to River Run for the funeral and Car Stark is like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, he literally says to Rob at one point, like he's bitching and moaning about everything. And but he's not wrong in a lot of these things. And then at one point he's like, "Hey, can I speak freely?" And Rob's like, "Oh, you haven't been." And he's like, "You fucking lost this <laughs> war when you married that chick. Like, it's over. Like, you can yeah, like, tell that there's a foreign lot of, whore or something." Yeah, there's a, there's just a lot of uh, a lot of dissension in the Star Camp right now at this point. Uh, Car Stark's wanting to fucking does he take then he takes his head, doesn't he? Not yet. This it's not until. Oh, it's when they killed the little the kids. Yeah, okay, that, never mind. That, that, that's literally episode kids. five. I'm pretty sure. Got you. Oh. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Sorry. Yeah, it's hard to Lost remember. My back. They all kind of blur together, you know. Um, but yeah, so Corsark wants his vengeance stuff. Um, blah blah blah. Uh, Brienne is escorting Jamie through the river Riverlands uh, to King's Landing. Um, and he, at this, this is the part where he gets away, kind of gets, gets a sword from her, but he's just too weak. Um, he's been chained up for a year. He's, his hands are still chained together here. He's famished. Like he's just, you could just tell he's kind of a shell of himself at this point. And Brienne's a big bitch and she just kind of is hacking <laughs> That's down a, big a little bit. Bitch. Yeah. She's kind of, and then they, they get find, uh, found by Bolton soldiers. So, you know, that's not good. Because those guys are fucking insane. Those guys are fucking nut jobs. Yeah, as we'll as we'll get to uh, a little later. Um, let's see. Uh, but yeah, so they get taken 
by the Bolton Soldiers. Uh, so that's that's not good for Brienne or Jamie at this point. Um, no, not at all. Um, let's see. Arya, Gendry, and Hop High are on their way to River Run, but end up uh, running into the Brotherhood without banners and are kind of taken, not necessarily prisoner, but they're kind of escorted to that goddamn inn again. Yeah, and, I forgot, like, when you brought up last time, it's like, I forgot how much shit goes down in that inn. Yeah. Um, it's like all, like all this shit. Um, but yeah, the Hound is there, and he, he recognized Arya, he's like, what are you doing with the stock, bitch? You know, and it's just like, oh, alright, so she, her cover's blown immediately. What are you the stock, bitch? <laughs> so they, yeah, so now the Brotherhood Without Banners has the Hound, and also has uh, Arya, Gendry, and Hot Pie. Um, well, Hot Pie stays there, actually. Because he's, he's like, I work at the inn now. I, I make bread and shit. Yeah, he made that little um, wolf bread yeah, thing. Yeah, it was an awful wolf. Take. Terrible wolf. Don't worry, he makes a better one later. Yeah, it, it's cute, but uh, it's terrible wolf. Um, <laughs> what else is going on here? Oh, yeah, um, uh, Marjorie and the Queen of Thorns, uh, Lady Olena, that crazy old bat. Um, they're just kind of grilling, they're kind of grilling Sansa a little bit about, like, what's the deal with Joffrey? Like, what what's the deal? Yeah, because Sansa's, at this point, Marjorie's going to marry, marry yeah. Joffrey, so they want to know what the hell's going on. Yeah. And, is it really a psycho or not? Yeah, and Sansa is kind of like, uh, you know, she, she, she wants to tell him, but she doesn't want to tell him, and she's all flustered and stuff, and they're like, she's scared shitless, and then basically she's like, yeah, he's a fucking monster. Um, and they're like, <laughs> Lady Olenna's like, oh, that's, that's a pity. Or she says something like that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, b- big reaction out of her. But, um. Yeah, I guess we probably should have took that, like, as kind of, not foreshadowing, but something. Because, like, she, like, reacted, like, okay, well, whatever. It's like, wait, what? Like, that yeah. was not, like, the, nearly the reaction I thought that was going to happen. Right, yeah, because she's like, well, right, fine, we'll just kill his ass then. That's fine. But <laughs> she's just. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, oh, okay. dead. Yep. <laughs> um, also, at this point, Theon's getting tortured by Ramsey. Ramsey, but we don't know it's Ramsey. We're just like it's some fucking guy. Nope. And actually, we don't even see Ramsey at this point because um, it's just like guys fucking with them and doing foot screws and shit. But the first time we see Ramsey, he's like helping him escape, you know, because he just wants to hunt yeah, him. Yeah. So we don't even actually it's see Ramsey. It's his first Ramsey little fucking yet. game with him. Yeah, but yeah, so he's just getting tortured by God knows who, God knows where. We have no idea what's going on. Um, Bran, Rickon, Osha, and Hodor um, come across Jojen and Mira Reed, who are Howlin' Reed's children. Yeah, that, that Jojen Reed is one weirdo, yeah. one weird kid. But, but it's, it's really cool because... Howlin' Reed is the guy who was with Ned when they were at the Tower of Joy who, like, killed the last guy before they went to find his sister. So it's like, it's like literally one of his best friends, kids. And they're all teaming up and they're all green tears and shit. So it's pretty cool. Like, I I never, like, a lot of people hated, like, Bran's storyline in the show and stuff, and I totally get it. Um... I feel like it's a little bit different just in the books, like, because it just seems more important. They just don't do as good a job in, 
in the show, but you can kind of tell when, once you go back and realize like how important he is. It's kind of cool to see the way it sets up and you know the help that he gets. Um, I, I agree. Like the first, like the first time I saw it wasn't like it was like, oh whatever. It's like I don't really care about brand. But like as you watch it again, like you know, and you obviously know what happens in the future. It's like oh, it's a pretty good setup they did. Yeah. So yeah, the reads. Well, wasn't Brand like just not in one of the seasons? Yeah, yeah, season five, I think. Yeah, I think you're right, five. Because well, so he like wasn't in one of the books also because the way they would do it is they kind of split like maybe, I think book four and five are happening at the same time, but they kind of split it up like geographically just because there's so much shit going on. So one book was like all yeah. like, North Winterfell all that stuff, and the other one was all kind of like King's Landing and. And, you know, the southern stuff. So, like, he would totally, yeah, wasn't in the one season, um, which is kind of weird. Like, in a show, like, you don't want to just have a character not in it for a season because you kind of forget about him and shit. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's tough to come back from, too. But they did yeah. pretty, obviously they did a pretty good job. Yeah, as they do with everything, they, they did a good job. Um, but, yeah, so the reeds are there, and, and Jojen's able to kind of help Bran through – like, all the shit that he's going through. Because he's like, why Why am I having these dreams? Why can't I see through my animal? And, like, he doesn't have any answers. And Jojo's just like, oh, yeah, you're a warg. Yeah, that's why you're, that's why you can do it. Like, he just immediately has the answers for him. He's like, you know, you, like, the three-eyed raven is you. Like, you have the ability to basically see through time and space. Like, he's able to explain the shit that Bran is confused by, which I would imagine is a big help for him. Um, And that's basically... Everything in episode two that I can think of. Anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because Danny's not in this one. Because Danny comes back in the next one. Um. No, and, and honestly, honestly, the biggest part, like you said, the last part was uh, the Reeds meeting up with Bran. Because yeah, that really starts off his whole journey. Like right, where it, he has it, to yeah. go behind the wall and everything. Basically that and... and like the bad news that the Starks get. Uh, beginning of the third episode, Walk of Punishment is fucking hilarious because they're at the funeral and Ed Meyer, that piece of shit, just can't light the, <laughs> the canoe on fire. Fucking Ed Meyer. He just what goes over bag. three and the Blackfish just grabs it for him. He fucking shoots <laughs> it, just turns away and throws him the thing. He just he just knew it was good as soon as it just left so, his... Such a badass, such a badass move. Yeah. But I was like, God, can you imagine how, like, shameful and embarrassing that the fucking feudal would have been like if you're just floating down the river dead as shit like oh man and you saw Catelyn kind of get worried like is this gonna like what's gonna happen right now yeah Rob was just laughing like Rob was just like this fucking guy um blackfish I really I really wish we saw more of the blackfish yeah yeah unfortunately like he's not it's not like the show just doesn't use him he's not really in the books at all either he's just like he's just one of those characters I wish that like we got more of, you know, like in general. Like they could, they could totally do like a little Netflix flick series for the Blackfish. Like a, a mini series yeah. on the Blackfish. I'd fucking watch it. Are you kidding me? Um, and also, um, Rob like berates Edmire at this point too because uh, he wanted Edmire to like stay at that one place and he like took that mill or whatever and rob's like yeah i want you to fucking stay there so the mountain came out like we were trying to lure a trap and you know, you're just a dumbass like he was just really ripping him a new asshole so not a great day yeah because then they would have 
because obviously killing the mountains is huge would be a huge victory for them because then they would have well obviously they they thought they still had Jamie but obviously Catelyn let him go and then killing the killing the the mountain would have been just those are those are huge two gets right there yeah but obviously it doesn't happen because Edmure is a dumb fuck yeah you got some like grain mill it's like yeah good, good win man good job but um yeah so that's kind of what's going on in River Run. Um, Tywin sends, uh, Littlefinger to the Vale to marry Liza to kind of secure an alliance. So that, that will go well. Knights of the Vale. Yeah, that, that, that'll go well, as we say. And then Tyrion's the new Master of Coin. Um, so that's kind of like his, his job now. Um, Arya and Gendry are going with the Brotherhood. I mean, they're, 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 I'll say, I don't think, yeah, at this point, they're just going. They're, that's A lot of that stuff happens next episode. So they're they're going with the Brotherhood and Hot Pie staying. It's basically uh, all it's going. Mance Raider uh, learns about the massacre or the, you know, the, the battle at the Fist of the First Men from the warg who's got, like, the fucking eagle eyes or hawk eyes or whatever. And, oh, that that guy? Yeah. Hello, puppet. Guys, uh, guys <laughs> oh who's... shit! Is that really him? Yeah, he's a guy in Pirates of the Caribbean with the, whose eyes pops oh, out. Oh fuck! I just noticed that. Yeah. I just fucking noticed that. Yeah, the guy with the wood eye. <laughs> yeah. Now he's got hawk eyes. So he's a big, big upgrade for him. <laughs> <laughs> he goes from running having one eye to hawk eyes. What a, what a jump! Yeah, a big come up for that guy. So um, they um. They kind of learned that, and uh, Man sends uh, Tormund and Jon Snow and a, a bunch of other wildlings to, like, they kind of grill him about, like, which castles have men and how many and all that stuff, and, they, and he's like, they're weak, we, we're going to go now. So they're going to scale the wall and attack the, attack, you know, the watch while they're weak. So Jon's kind of got to play this game right now, he's like, he tells them which castles have people, but he lies about how many people are there. And now he's got to try to scale the wall and, like, go fight his brothers. So he's uh, kind of in a sticky situation a little bit. And then the the, the rangers or the, the men of the Night's Watch get back to Craster's Keep. Um, and things are a little, little awkward because Craster's... A huge asshole who doesn't want them there. Yeah, awkward's an understatement. <laughs> a little tense. Things that a little tense. You can cut the tension with a knife. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, they end up cutting a lot of stuff with knives at some point, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they get back there, and they're like, why don't you give us some of this food, you bastard, you know, and start doing some shit. But um, tension's running high, and then uh, Sam... Tarly sees that uh, Gilly gives son to or gives birth to a son, which is not a good thing because that means they're gonna get to the White Walkers. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is when Rams uh, Ramsey uh, frees. He says his sister sent sent him and frees Theon, and then basically like kills all his men and then like takes them back <laughs> just like for no reason kills his own men to like recapture Theon 
and then take them back to the same fucking place they left. Yeah, doesn't he call him like, oh, he's like, you little fucking bastard, and he yeah, fucking like, just shoots an arrow to his head. Yeah, because, like, yeah, it's like cool. they're like, dude, you fucking sent us after him, and you're gonna just kill us all, but, like, Ramsey doesn't give a shit. Like, it's more fun for him that way. Like, And it's crazy, because if you, because I remember when, um, whatever, Big Bolton was, went to Rob, he's like, Bruce, yeah, don't worry, I'll yeah. get my bastard to go handle, um, uh, what the, the hell's his name? Yeah, the the Greyjoys in Winterfell. So he's like, and then when the guy calls him little bastard, like you kind of put two to, two together almost. Yeah. It's like, oh shit! Like, is this is this him? Like, what the what the fuck's this guy's problem? Yeah, but I just remember being so confused at the time. The first time I was going through it, I was just like, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh yeah, the first time, that, without doubt. You're just like, it's like, is this guy really gonna help him? Like, this is, this is cool, I guess. Yeah, even though Theon's a fuckboy, you kind of want him to get tortured, and then. They, yeah, like, you, yeah, you you still want him to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and then actually at this point, Theon kind of admits that, like, he made the wrong decision. He's like, my he real father up. died in King's Landing, and then he's just like, oh, yeah, and he just gets back in the room, just ties him back up, and it's just like, oh, you're so fucked, you know. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Melisandre uh, is leaving Dragonstone. And Stannis is thirsty as shit when she's leaving. He's just trying to bang her right there on the beach. He's like, give me another son. Give me another son. It's like, jeez, man. He definitely, he's like, oh, man, I'm, it's like I'm horny. Yeah, and then she, but she plays him, too. She's like, yeah, you're not strong enough. Like, like. It's like, it's like bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to break that dick off. Like, she's like, you can't handle it, man. So she's on her way to go find, um, like, Someone stronger with his blood, which is Gendry, because they're both, like, got King's blood, Baratheon blood in them. Um, but she's on her way out. And then, uh, um, Danny does the unthinkable in Asapor and agrees to give one of her dragons for 8,000 Unsullied. Yeah, and everyone's freaking out. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, Jorah and, and Barris and Selmy are just like, you can't, and she's just like, she just immediately, once they get out of there, she's like, don't ever undermine me again, like, in front of people, like, you're my advisors, like, don't ever fucking, you know, undermine me again. But yeah, so, it seems like she's making a big old mistake at this point, though. But she's got a plan. Oh, yeah, it's, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, this is fucking stupid, yeah, shooting a fucking dragon. <laughs> Like, this is why the bitches can't fucking lead. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust I'm just kidding, everyone. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just joking. <laughs> this is why there's a wage gap. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Danny, Danny seems to be making a mistake, but it, she, it is actually really smart that she didn't tell them because, like, their reaction kind of really sells it, too. Because they're like, oh, shit, oh, don't do doubt. that. And this guy was just popping wood in those robes. He was like, hell yeah, I got a dragon now. Like, Popping wood in those. Um, oh, yeah, and last but certainly certainly not least, Jamie's kind of doing some smooth talking with the Bolton guys, you know, trying to get off that tree, kind of convinces them not to rape Brienne, you know, thinks he's sitting down to a nice meal, and then boom! They just cut Yeah, if you can see off. my face, it's not good. Yeah, just... It did not go well. The first time I watched the show, and I hadn't read the books yet when I saw this, 
um, I like audibly like <gasps> like gasped like like I was so shocked like I I think it was literally like one of the most shocking things like I'd ever seen like in a show like it, and then. I watched it with Jess, like, after, cause, and I already knew it was happening, and she, like, did, like, essentially the same thing, because it's just, like, that's that's Jamie right there, and, you're, like, his hand gets cut off, like, what the fuck? Like, it's the craziest shit. Even when I go back and rewatch it, it's, like, <laughs> I'm still just, like, shocked, like... Um, and then after that, he's just, like, after that, Jamie's just, like, I'm fucking done. Yeah, he's, like, I don't I'm care about nothing. Now. Like, also, like, his wound is, like, festering and shit, but, yeah, okay. So, all right, yeah, so that's episode just, three. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it stinks. Um, and they make, him wear, they make him wear it around his neck and stuff, so he just smells it, like, the whole time. Like, oh. smell uh. it. <laughs> smell it. Uh, anything, I don't know, anything else? I think we covered most of it. All right, uh... Episode four is, and now's watch has ended, so kind of get an idea of what's going on here. Because at Crasser's Keep, um, the the Sex shit. the the Night's Watch, you know, guys basically are starving and revolt, and Crasser's killed, but then Mormount is too, and. While that's all happening, Sam runs away with Gilly. But uh, I'm I'm a big, big uh, Lord Commander Mormont fan, so sad sad to see him go. Yeah, that sucked. It's just so many told me so many lessons. Yeah, he was just he's like a, a big big father figure right there for John, kind of a little bit for a little while, kind of teach him teach him the ropes. So. uh... You know, definitely that, a bummer. Especially because, like, especially that fucking creepy-ass guy from fucking, um, what is it, Dark Knight? <laughs> oh, yeah. That um, fuck with the two guys. Just creepy little fuck. Uh, what's his name? Carl? I think it's, like, Carl or something. It's, yeah, it's something just real, like, you would not think it's like, oh, okay, it's just fucking Carl. Sure I'm pretty sure it's, like, Carl. Like, it's, it's, his name just doesn't fit with all the other names in the show. It's no, like, it, it, you're completely right, because it doesn't, because it's like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, so at this point, the Night's Watch is in total disarray, and that's not good, because you got a big-ass horde of wildlings marching yeah. towards it, and you have the, the White Walkers coming, and there's literally, like, 12 people at Castle Black, and, like, they just killed the Lord Commander, like, that's, like, huge, like, that's, that kind of shit doesn't happen, you know what I mean? So they are totally yeah. fucked at this point. Um, so Theon's, yeah, like betrayed by the, okay, so he's fully brought back now. Okay. I guess the last one he was like, they're just walking around. But yeah, he fully, in this episode, he, he gets back to, uh, fuck, I forget what castle they're at. Off the top of my head. But uh, yeah. They're, they're he, he, sa- he says it, but I don't, yeah. yeah. He does say it, like, right there. Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So he, he you know he's screwed, because you thought he was kind of off the hook, and he's definitely not. Um, oh, yeah, he's in, he's in a world of fucking hurt. 
yeah, Jamie, like, falls off his horse and kind of tries to escape, but they just knock him in the mud and make him drink piss and stuff. It's, it's just, it's all kind of sad because you're like, this poor guy, like, he he's, just gives up all hope, basically. And Brienne kind of talks him off the ledge. It was like, oh, you get, you know, the first taste of real life, hard luck. You just want to quit. Like, don't be, you're acting like a, you're acting like a bloody woman. She kind of just gives him a real dose of, uh, dose of reality, right? there, real, real heat check. And he kind of. It's like, wake up, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tough love it is. All right. Wake up, idiot. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, so she kind of gives him a little bit of a reality check and, you know, kind of snaps him out of it, you know, because then he starts eating and stuff, uh, again and, you know. Maybe not all is lost for him. Um, oh, this was a fun little scene. Varys tells Tyrion how he became a eunuch and then also has, like, the fucking sorcerer in a box. He was like, all right, Jesus Oh, yeah, that was, that was fucking freaky. Yeah. He was like, hold on, what the fuck? Yeah. Because this guy's crazy, isn't he? It's kind of the first time, like, crazy, Varys... Crazy nutless man. Yeah. Like, Varys doesn't seem as dangerous as Littlefinger. He, like, he, he kind of seems like he's working, like, you know... He no, this said, is the first time when you're like, yeah. you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, like he's capable of, of like, violence and, and that kind of stuff. Um, But he's basically, because Tyrion wants revenge, and he's kind of just preaching patience. He's like, he had to wait a long time to get that guy and work his way from the bottom and yep. stuff. Um, And he's like, just... Be patient, like you'll get your turn. You know, basically. Um, it was a good life lesson, I guess. It absolutely was, but it was just creepy as shit. Oh yeah, I was, I was like, oh, this is fucking weird. Um, oh yeah, we get our boy Beric Dondarrion. Uh, in the secret cave of the Brotherhood, um, sentencing the Hound to trial by combat. He's got the fucking fire sword. Oh, he's yeah, that dude's all beat to hell. <laughs> well, he's died six times or five times already. <laughs> then the hound, just the thug that he is, just cuts straight through the fucking sword, and his sword's just, like, in his, like, collarbone, like, a foot and a half deep. He's dead. And then uh, um, Thoros of Mir just whispers the old God's Prayer or whatever to his ear and brings him back. Um... And there's actually yeah, really... I'm just like, what? I, I was very confused. I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, Lord of Light, man. Lord of Light, bringing people back. Shit, shit's for real. Um, it's also kind of sad. Oh, wait, never mind. That's the next episode. Never mind. Um, don't want to get ahead of myself. What else is going on? Um, oh, yeah, Marjorie's doing her shit. Kind of like proposes a marriage between Sansa and Loras. Um, you know, so that they could send Sansa to Highgarden, kind of get her out of there. Um, yeah, just to get her away from that, this little sicko. Right, which obviously when Tywin finds out about it, he's not pleased, but. Um, oh, yeah, and then last, yeah, definitely last but not least. Uh, uh, Danny meets with um, the asshole Krasnus uh, to, you know, do the trade for a dragon for the Unsullied. So she kind of, you know, tests out the, you know, her new power. She's like, step up, whatever. And she's like, 
fucking... Oh, so fucking good. Yeah, she's like, kill the masters, whatever, start speaking in Valyrian. Guy's like, you speak Valyrian? She's like, I, dude, it's my native tongue, you dumb fuck. Like, what do you... Like, <laughs> for, what, do you what do you mean do I speak it? And then just goes Dracarys, and then he just burns that motherfucker to a crisp, and now she's got a army of Unsullied. So she's she's marching right now. Like, she's on the move. She's making power plays. Oh, yeah, this was, the, this was the biggest one so far, like, when you're, like... Because she's always talked, like, a real big game, obviously, it's at the, um, the gates of Karth, what is it, Karth, yeah. whatever, the richest Karth, city, or... Yeah. yeah. Like, she was talking, like, shit, like, there, like, I'll burn everything to the ground, like, obviously, let her in. Then, like, obviously, you see, um, with the warlock when they burn him, but this was just, like, this was just straight-up gangster. Like, she just played this dude. Cold-blooded. Yeah, she just... She just she gets them real good, and unfortunately for us, she spends the next three and a half seasons in Marine. But at this point, she seems like she's on her way. Yeah, this you do a great like. I think everyone's great. It's like, oh man, now she's gonna start moving. She's got an army now, and then she just sits still for a while. <laughs> it sucks. Um, but yes, yeah, and she basically frees all the soldiers. She's like, hey, like you guys are slaves. Like if you want to go, go. But if you want to fight for me, like you know, whatever, as free men, and they're all just like, yep, sounds good to us, like, but what the hell am I going to do, go bang somebody, I'm going to dick, like, I might as well fight as a free man, like, <laughs> like what got kind no of life dick, are they got no win? nipples, what the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah, I got, I got one nipple, like, I got nipples, Greg, can you milk me? <laughs> that might have been the best, best fucking line you've ever had in a podcast. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking glorious. <laughs> But yeah, so at this point, Danny's making power moves right at the end of uh, episode four. Uh, and then, all right, last one we're doing today, Kiss by Fire, episode five. Uh, let's not let's not beat around the bush because uh, John certainly did it. He has sex with Egret. Yeah, you got in that bush, all right. Yeah, he, he he and he went right for it too. He just like just went down on her immediately. I was like, this guy doesn't fuck around. All right, like just. It's like, it's like, go get him. Yeah, go get her. Give her the, the Lord's kiss or something. She called something like that. <laughs> something weird. I was like, I was like, yeah, he, uh, he, he just goes right for it, and they just bang him in that cave. Well, it's great because he's like, he's like, uh, what was that? He's like, I'm not really sure. I just wanted to really kiss you down there. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. And then she just calls him a maid like three times, which is hilarious because he's a virgin. <laughs> She's like, yeah, oh, you're a maid. It's like, well. Yeah, it's like not anymore because they banged four times in that cave. But um, so yeah, but, um, kiss kiss by fire. That's that's why it's called that. You just gotta get that out of the way first, ah, uh, because John Johnny Boy gets his uh, rocks off for the first time, and then really kind of breaks his vows. Um, again, kind of like proving, like he proved maybe to Mance that that he you know wasn't a a ranger and stuff anymore, but, like, that was kind of the proof to her that, like, he's not playing either, and, like, she's like, I want you to break your vows, and he's like, game on. Just went for it, so. Let's do it. <laughs> yep, so, alright. Um, Tyrion, uh, has, like, a little exchange with Lady Olena about paying for the royal wedding, um, and she's like, oh, yeah, we're already feeding the city, and giving you all our troops and all that stuff. But yeah, sure, we'll pay for half the writing, too. 
<laughs> like the High Garden is just kind of that's that's a pretty cool. Ex- no, was that wait? That's between uh, Tyrion or Tywin. You're talking Tyrion. about Tyrion. That's Tyrion. We're yeah, not at the Tywin. Yeah, I do yeah. like the one. I I do like when um, Lady Lennon and and Tywin the kind of go at it, not go at yeah. it, but like talk. Because yeah. they're both like talking like kind of riddles, but also be kind of like dicks and sarcastic. So it's oh, pretty, yeah. it's pretty good. Oh yeah, they're both they're both kind of flexing dick and and, and and kind of testing each other out and kind of speaking in uh, you know veiled threats. But yeah, so we're, yeah, we're not we're not up to that part yet. At this point, like Tyrion's just like, hey, can you pay for the wedding? We don't have any money. Um. Yeah, and she's pretty much like, just say it. Just say that you need me to pay for it, and I'll just do it. So, yeah, yeah, she doesn't give a let's shit. Let's just make that happen. Um, but then... Uh, stupid... Stupid Loris just banging that other guy, and then just like, oh, yeah, Sansa's gonna, gonna marry Sansa, whatever, and then that guy just goes straight to Littlefinger, who goes to Tywin. Uh, you know, it's like... Hey, Loris, like, why don't you just, you know, bang the guy and then, like, not give away secret plans? Like, you know? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Like, yeah, Fucking... like, do whatever you want in your you know, in your bed. Who am I to tell you what to do? Uh, you know, who to, who to lay with. But uh, maybe don't just give away plans to guys you just met. I don't know. Call me crazy. Shit. Call me crazy. But <laughs> Call then, me crazy. But then, so Tywin then plots his own little, uh thing to marry Sansa the Tyrion and Cersei's being so smug and laughing the whole time and he's like bitch you ain't you ain't off the hook you gotta marry you gotta marry Loris like, <laughs> why do you think you're here just to laugh at him like this ain't a game this ain't a game and, and then all of a sudden she pulls a like daddy don't make me do it again card and he's like you guys embarrass me like get the fuck out of here like, he's just, just yeah like, he's oh. having none of it yeah he doesn't give a shit he's like you will do what you're told cause I'm telling you to do it and it's just like, whew. so yeah, a lot, a lot of scheming, a lot of plotting going on at this point. A lot of back and forth. Uh, neither the Lannisters nor the Tyrells trust each other, but they have to put like this, you know. So they're both kind of scheming behind each other's back, but they have to like pretend to be nice to each other too. So a lot, a lot of shit's kind of hitting the fan. Um. Also, Tywin. Every time we see him talking to one of his kids, writing letters. Guys just writing crazy amount of letters. Always writing fucking letters. Nobody's writing letters that about dude right is now. Just, must be a great pen pal. He's writing. He's 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 plotting the red wedding. Yeah, he's writing point. the bones. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what. That's the second time I I watch it, I'm like every time he's writing something, I'm like yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I know. Talking about the fucking red wedding. Fucking You're fucking talking <laughs> with Boltons, aren't you? You shithead. It's a goddamn mutiny. <laughs> Motherfucking chuck suckers. <laughs> like, he, yeah. So you just know that he's setting up the red wedding right now, and it sucks. Oh, how awesome would that have been? Just hilarious if you went if fucking Rob Stark at the red wedding. He's like, you motherfucking chuck suckers. <laughs> it's like I just watched Semi Pro on the ride over here. It's, it's, it's just, it's, the line really worked here. Like, <laughs> no one's gonna get killed. But just wants to drop that gem, Will Ferrell gem line right there, man. <laughs> They, would, they couldn't oh, have killed God. him. Then. They would have been like, "We gotta let him go." Like that was fucking gold. Like, it's like no well, that was go. that was incredible. Let's take <laughs> these nineteen arrows out of him, and he'll survive somehow. It's goddamn beauty. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that would be. Oh man. Um, what a, what a missed opportunity they had. Yeah, on that we're one. really kind of missed the boat on that one. If we were writing that show, 
There would just be Will Ferrell quotes just sprinkled in every once in a while. <laughs> People would be like, what? Wait. It's like, wait, was that an old school quote? It's like, no, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, that escalated quickly. It really got out of hand. It's like, that was Anchorman. They just threw Anchorman in there. Like, that's, that's definitely from Anchorman. Like, someone says that right after he drops a semi-pro line in the, the Red Wedding. Just get, like, four Will Ferrell lines. It's right, right, right out there. Um... Oh, yeah, so this was a weird scene uh, coming up here. Stannis, Stannis goes to his wife, and he's like, ah, I kind of banged, like, Melisandre. And she's like, I cried from happiness. And it just goes over to her dead sons that are in, like, jars. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah, it looks like a a scene from fucking Independence Day. Like when they see the aliens. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck are these things in there? I know exactly what you're talking about, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, are these things going to start fucking telepathically talking to me right now? What the hell right. is this? Release me. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So like... Man. We need to make a remake of this show with a whole bunch of movies in choice. Yeah, there's movie quotes in it. But, um, but, yeah, it's weird, and it's like... It's kind of no wonder Stannis isn't busy very often because you got your dead babies in jars. Like, it's kind of not much of a mystery why, he, like, because at first when you watch the show, it's like, all right, so Stannis got a wife, but, like, where the fuck is she? Like, why is she locked away? It's like, because she's a crazy bitch. Yeah. That's why. Like, it kind of makes a lot of sense now. And it's just fucking so depressing, that whole fucking place. Yeah. And then also you get um, Shireen, like, your, your first look at Shireen, his daughter, who's just the cutest little girl who's ever lived. She was a little nugget. Yeah, she's just nice. She's like, oh, I'll teach you how to read. And she's just, she's very, very nice. She's got the, you know, uh, grayscale or whatever. But, like, she's just cute as a button. Uh, so, yeah, this is the first time we kind of get Shireen and, and Davos' uh, little friendship. And she's going to teach Davos how to read, which is a, you know, definitely come of uh, use to him uh, later later down the road uh, on the show. Uh, let's see. The Hound is released after he kills Dondarrion, but Dondarrion's resurrected. But they, he's like, the, you know, the, you know, the gods got him off the hook. So, like, you know, they kind of got to let him go. Uh, and yeah. Arya... I mean, that's, at least they're fucking, they're honorable with that shit. So yeah, well, and here's the thing, right? Like, this dude's getting brought back to life six times. Like, why would I cross the god by not letting you go? Like, obviously there's something going on here. Like, we'll get him down the road. Like, you know. At one point, I said, yo, dude, stop. Just stop bringing me back. I'm fucking done. <laughs> yes, I'm tired. I, I clearly I clearly can't fight anymore. <laughs> but um, Arya takes a couple L's in this episode. It's really sad. She just, well, yes. Yeah, first, she just figured, or, like, basically knows that, the Brotherhood Without Banner is going to, like, take it to River Run and, like, sell her back to her family, basically. Uh, like, for ransom. Yeah. Uh, then has, like, they, a really sad money. line when she's like, can you bring a man back from the dead? Like, if his head's been cut off, like, not six times, just one time. Like, she just wants her dad back, which is just heartbreaking. Yeah, that yeah, it's just depressing as shit, that line. It's like, oh, okay, great. Right. It's like... This is. I remember when Ned got his head cut off. Now, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> thanks for opening up that box of uh, horrors again. Uh, I'm already not having a shitty day. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I think I think about Ned's head, 
But and then on top of that, Gendry decides that he's staying with the Brotherhood, and she's like, you know, he's like, I don't have a family, and she's like, I, I could be your family, and he's like, no, you'd be my lady. And I was like, oh my god, she's just taking L's all over the place, is making me cry. Um, so yes, yeah, so she's on her way back to. Well, like the plan is, Brotherhood's gonna take her to River Run, where where Rob is. Um, yeah. Yep. But yeah. So and then, all right. In I guess Heron Hall, um, where Roose Bolton is. Jamie, like they get Jamie and Brienne get delivered uh, to Roose Bolton. But this is kind of cool because this is when uh, Jamie kind of like recounts like everything that happened with uh the mad king because brienne's getting shit called the kingslayer and stuff and he's like what the fuck would you would have done like and he kind of when he yeah when like, he, what's, like what i did was so bad right like how about how i explain it to you now like, oh shit maybe maybe he's a cool guy i don't know well, maybe here's a good the move. Thing. he's actually a fucking hero like he like yeah exactly <laughs> like he he yeah okay he broke his his vow to protect the king but by doing so he saved thousands of lives innocent lives from a, a madman and it's like everyone just wants to like just call him the kingslayer and then at one point brianne's like well why didn't you tell ned and he's like ned wouldn't have heard it like i broke an oath that's all he was like yeah, oh, honorable honorable ned would have never like listened which is true like he was right so you kind of get a little of a backstory into, like, maybe Jamie's not as bad. Like, obviously, he's done bad shit when he needs to do it. You know, he killed his own family just to try to make an escape. You know, like, he, he's done bad shit, but, like, he's not maybe as bad and as cruel as he seems. Because, you know, if if some fucking crazy old dickhead told me to cut my dad's head off and give it to him, I'd be like, nah. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, nah, I'm good. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, though. And then, and then if I knew that this fucking asshole was gonna blow up the whole city and kill everybody, I, I would have done the same exact thing. Like, what, what else? Like, what, what would you do? You know? Um, I would have fucking ran. I'd be like, I'm getting out of here. Fuck yeah, this. Before he blows the shit up, I'm out of here. Um, you're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah. On the way out, I'd be like, ride, ride. But like, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna do anything. Uh, and then okay, and then uh, Rob kind of makes his. Well, okay, hold on, before I get to this, Unsullied select uh, Grey Worm as their leader, which is, which is cool, because oh, Grey, Grey Worm is a man. Uh, so I had to shout out Grey Worm awesome uh, real quick. But yeah, um, biggest, kind of biggest thing that happens in this episode is after Karstark, they break in and, and kill um, Martin and the other Lannister, I forget the other one's name. Uh, they kill the two Lannister boys. Yeah, that, that little shit. You know what's funny? Yep. If, did you notice when we went back and watched uh, the one Lannister boy is actually Tommen? Like, they just recasted the guy oh, as Tommen. Oh, it is? Yeah. They just oh. recast him as Tommen, like, oh, the next killed, season. They killed the king. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I noticed it this time. I was like, is that fucking Tommen? And then I typed in Martin Lannister oh, into, into, like, Google, and this Tommen was the next thing that popped up. And like <laughs> it was like, and then I confirmed it on like MDD. But um, anyway, uh, after Car Stark does that, Rob's like, I gotta fucking, I gotta kill him, gotta take his head. And his mom 
and his wife are like, they'll like you're gonna lose half your army, and he's like, I gotta do what yeah, I gotta they, do. They're, they're, they're literally gonna leave right. They're all gonna leave right now if you do this. Right, but he couldn't not do it either. Like he was in a bad situation. Like he had to, like he can't just let that kind of treason and like, like obvious rebellion against him like slide. Then he's a pussy, and nobody was gonna respect him. Like. <laughs> So he he took the guy's head off, but then um, half his army left, and then Rob makes the ultimate ultimate mistake by like try like the idea of making a desperate like you know last ditch effort uh, with the phrase uh, like that was his plan. It's like all right, well if we can get the phrase, we'll get those men back and. God. That's clearly not how this plays out. Um, so it definitely sucks when you just see all these mistakes he's making because you're like, dude, stop. Like you're just compounding yeah, just so stop many. Stop what you're doing. So many mistakes on top of each other. But so I mean, for the love of God, just make one good move. Right. So that's basically the first half of the third season. Uh, episodes one through five. A lot of stuff being set up here. A lot of stuff, um, you know, are in the works, and a lot of this shit comes to a head uh, later in this later in this episode. Um, you know, obviously we have the red wedding coming up, and then also uh, Danny mm-hmm. makes some I just Danny makes some moves. Uh, John, you know, starts climbing the wall, gets back on the other side. A lot, a lot of stuff to come. So. Uh, make sure you listen back later in the week when we get, you know, part two of season three recap. Um, I don't know. Anything else you wanted to touch on before we get out of here? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do it on Thursday, the next one. So it'll yeah, be up by Friday. Friday. We'll be posting on Friday, yep. All right, perfect. Yep, so this is going up on what? Wednesday, Sounds yep, good to Wednesday me. Wednesday and Friday, so. Um, but yeah, that's part one of season three. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Tuffle Sports, check the, check the site. Got a lot of stuff for NBA going on right now with the draft, um, coming up and, um, you know, kind of the fallout from, from trades, uh, made besides the, um, Celtics Sixers swap. There's a, there's some other stuff going down, so. A lot of basketball stuff picking up here. Yeah, a lot. So. Thursday, Thursday is about to be fucking the most lit fucking draft ever. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. So, um, what is that? Yeah, so that's that's all for us here. Um, like I said, check back on Friday for the second half of season three recap. Um, I'm Sean. That's George, and we we out of here. Bye.